I see so many IT leaders. Yeah, and we also did investigation, right? With the uh, lately with interviewing more than a thousand, not even customers from Sana, but thousand IT leaders all around the world, and they share yeah pretty significant results that they say yeah we are spending quite a lot of time in solving tickets that are related to order errors, for example. Yeah, that's not only the sales department then. First of all, the customer is frustrated. The sales department is busy with it, but IT as well, right? So can you imagine if you, you know, can just make sure that all those people can do much more value work than just fixing things that are continuously going wrong? Good afternoon, good morning. Welcome to the fourth live B2B Tech Talk session. So we are back after a, yeah, let's say short holiday break. So for those who do not know me yet, my name is Arno. I'm the Chief Product Officer at Sana Commerce. And yeah, I always had the wish to get a monthly with people from IT enthusiasts uh, talking to each other about the trends that are there. Um, yeah, because I have my background in computer science, so I love to talk about tech stuff, right? So. For those who were not there the last three times, the concept is really straightforward. So every month we cover one or two main agenda topics based on what's going on on the market uh, related to B2B e-commerce. And we want to give you also the opportunity to ask me any questions or ask any questions or just tell something about your experience, what could be helpful for others in the virtual room. So, and if you apply for the series, you will receive the agenda during the week of the tech talk. So you can decide if the topics are interesting for you or not. And also, you will, of course, you can join with the link in the agenda. So don't worry if you cannot make it every time uh, or cannot make it the whole session. The audio will be shared on our podcast channel, which is called B2B e-commerce integrated, uh, which is not untold perspective of IT leaders. So please subscribe for this channel to get the latest updates and uh, episodes around all the topics related to B2B e-commerce and tech. So the video will also be shared on our YouTube channel. So welcome, Emily. Maybe a short introduction yeah. from your side as well. Thank you, Arno. So I'm Emily Dubot. I'm the director of customer success for Sana. And over the, the last five years or more now, I've been responsible for the success of our customers. And today I'll be the, the moderator here. So like you said, we are live both on Zoom today and on LinkedIn for the first time. Wow. Uh, so yeah, feel free to ask your questions wherever you are. I'll be trying to make sure that Arno answers them. And if we don't have time anyway, don't worry. We'll reach out to you personally, or we will use them as inspiration for our next session that will be on the 6th of October. Mm -hmm. So, well, last time, for those of you who watched, we introduced what we call an outcome framework. It's basically a framework we designed when talking to our customers about what are your most common outcomes or what are you trying to achieve with B2B e-commerce? And we saw there were five main outcomes. It was about increasing revenue, driving customer loyalty, working efficiently and cutting costs, acquiring new customers and developing their brand image. Uh, last time we talked about how IT leaders can help their business peers increase revenue with the web shop. And today we want to discuss how IT can facilitate better customer experience behind the scene. I think that's a very interesting topic. And what I've seen in conversation I had recently with customers is that the majority of customers put that as their top priority, improving the customer experience. So. I think it's critical for our IT leaders to uh, know how to help the business uh, with that. So like I mentioned, please put your questions, ask them during the sessions. But I'll start already with one from my side. 
And I think when we uh, think about IT, we also think about uh, managing data and knowing what we are doing in our applications. So how can better data organization can contribute to customer experience? Yeah, so uh, that is a great question, obviously. And uh, let's start from the beginning, right? Because data, or and most of the time, we actually then talking in first in B, in e-commerce or in B two B e-commerce about product data is crucial. Huh? Good content, good data is a key element for success. That's not only that we are sharing, but if you listen to other let's say podcasts about B two B or something, you everybody's talking about let's say product information is very important to have on a very high level. And why is that so? Because talking to customers, we understand that how important it is this data for decision-making if you are, let's say, on a job or on a project and you need to order something, it should be good, right? Because if you're ordering the wrong product, yeah, it will not help you on the duty that you're doing or on the mission you're on. So, and that is all about, let's say, these relationships that you otherwise are let's say, destroying if you are not making that in a good way. So hey, the, the customer experience will be really, really harmed if you have not that in order. So I think that is the key ingredient that it's, it needs to be really, really good. Everybody understands that. And to give you examples on how extensive our customers go in product data, for example, or in data in general, if you talk about product, it's not only about the title or the item number or the price. No, it's also about maybe item numbers that customers are having for their own because some companies are so big that they have their own item numbers, for example, or some products are so complex that they have specifications, which can be huge lists, right? Like different dimensions, but also different ingredients. For example, if you talk about food, allergies, or, and also how you can combine those with, um, with other products. So, and so on and so on. So data is very, very important. But if you want to organize all that data and if you want to make sure that you will use all of this in, let's say, your B2B e-commerce platform, as an IT leader, you can do, I think, help a lot, especially your marketing and your sales peers in the company to organize this in a very, very good way. So yeah, what we believe in with Sana is obviously, and also how we are helping our customers in, is that we are focusing on connecting or integrating with systems of record of ERP systems like Dynamics, Microsoft Dynamics, which we are supporting and SAP. And we are pulling already that data as a starting point from these systems. And what it benefits there is that there is no difference in these systems. So if there are other systems connected to that, for example, with EDI, or if they're ordering over the phone and people are talking about certain item numbers or certain product descriptions, that is all the same. There is no mismatch. So there is no way that something can be not found or something like that. But it's also a great starting point because often these systems also have already these attributes in it you can all utilize and you do not have to maintain it in multiple systems. So it saves you a lot of time. Single source of truth and use it from there. Some of the ERPs have also good, let's say product information management as we call it. But we also, if you want to go a step further and then there's always the question, okay, when to make that step? is let's say, okay, yeah, some of the, let's say some of the ERPs have been information management, but you can also use external specialized systems for, for it. And we are supporting that as well, because we understand that the ERP is not the only system anymore, especially larger customers are using. So what is the cutoff point? First of all, yeah, if your ERP doesn't support it, then it's an easy thing. Uh, but most of the modern ones, Dynamics or SAP, have product information management functionality. Also in SANA, you can enrich a lot here. I think in that sense, content platform as well. 
if you have, let's say, large catalogs, I think starting from, let's say, 10,000 items or up. And if you have a lot of attributes, sizes, brands, uh, colors, but I think more than 10 or 20 per product or product group, then it's making sense to use specialized systems for it because you can just easier manage data. But once again, the tip here is then that you advise to your organization to use a single group or single place of storing that information and use that in your B2B platform. Because I often see still talking with customers that this isn't floating around in Excel files or in all the structures in SharePoint or in, a, in other tools, you know, that everywhere they are maintaining and storing the data. And, and then you just get a, uh, yeah, a mixed message to your online channel. And if you do that, you also get a mixed message to your B2B buyers and yeah. that will result in, uh, in wrong. So a little bit long answer, but I want to explain all the aspects yeah. of it, of this topic, right? Yeah. And I guess if you can't find the information yourself, how do you expect yeah. your customers to, exactly. to do so? Something I also like to, I think indeed, Delivering the information to your customers in a way that they can easily find what they are looking for is important. And also, I think what I like in Sanad is that you can go one step further because when we talk about customer experience, it's also about personalization. Exactly. Maybe we should cover that as well in this related to this question because it doesn't stop at product, right? I think it's just the tip of the iceberg. Also, if you look in the funnel or in the journey that a B2B buyer is making, it's as selection and so on is a starting point, obviously. Also for visitors that are often visiting, and that's what we see with B2B, they're placing orders multiple times per week, per day. But then it's also about things related to that journey. So that is pricing, for example. I think pricing is anyway a key ingredient for him, and that should be super, super perfect in B2B e-commerce. And what I mean with that is that it, nine out of 10 times, or almost in all cases with Sana, customers at least, it is real time because it is customer specific to a very detailed level, right? Certain moment of time, certain volume that you are buying, with uh, a certain promotion or not for a certain product or a product, and even maybe with a mixed shopping cart and all the related things. So, so many dimensions. And that's not what you have with a consumer where you're just ordering a laptop for one time a year or one time in two years, and it has a promotion on it, right? So every time something different. And why, again, you do not want to have that, you know, that, that mixed experience because that is dangerous. If you're going to a store, for example, you ask for a price or you see a price and later on you're placing that order on your mobile device and you see a difference there, you get, you get frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it just was in the store and, or at this and distribution channel and it's not there. So price, stock level as well. If that is not accurate, if you do not manage the data in a real-time way or and have multiple places, for example, where you keep stock or it's very dangerous and you get compromised results, right? So you need to have that real time. And also that can be very complex, but everything turns out in that it needs to be super personalized and super, how to say it, yeah, quickly show or accurately shown to the end users. So last but not least is maybe also data around transactions, because I think that's the last main ingredient for us. Yeah? So we have products, price, stock, and transactions. And with transactions, it also is actually a huge data organization. Transactions for us is, let's say, it's not only about placing online orders, but it's also about the whole history that you already have got of online orders or orders via EDI or via other channels like, yeah, just in the store or by phone, because it's still, it's a 
let's say universal approach right that you want to what you want to accomplish and if you have that not in place so if you're you know placing orders in a mainstream e-commerce solution and just handle online orders there and you have offline orders or edi orders in another system you can never give the perfect customer experience where all those worlds are blended together and you have this holistic view of a customer and we with sana we have everything because we pull everything out of sap or dynamics that's our single source of truth. And then we can also do really cool stuff with that because we can analyze that data, which we are doing with Sana Commerce Insights, which is one of our add-ons on the, on the product. And by doing so, we can give perfect product recommendations because not only taking the online orders into account, but also the offline ones and so on and so on and so on. So yeah, it gives you a big competitive advantage, I think, if you're doing that. So as an IT leader, I think you need to clearly understand what are the challenges of you know, organizing all those different data aspects and actually maybe logic as well, that they contribute to better customer experiences and yeah, how to integrate e-commerce or B2B integrated e-commerce can help you with doing so. Yeah. yeah, and also what I see is that improving your customer's experience has positive impact for you as a business because we see that providing the right information decreases the questions your service team is getting. Yeah. We also see that making sure the customers are finding what they need, exactly the right product, decreases the errors or the returns. Yeah. Well, what about IT leaders? How can improving the customer experience actually help them eliminate hurdles for themselves? Yeah, no, obviously. So if you, that's more about the how and the what. So how, you know why you want to do it. You also know that it is a complex task. But if you do that in an automated way, and also an integrated way so that you select, you know, systems of record or single sources of truth. We have seen that IT leaders are much more successful and also making their life so much easier. By interviewing IT leaders, and yeah, we have different samples in all the podcasts that we are having or from prospects or, or customers that, are, that were in a situation before where they didn't make these decisions, where they didn't invest in integration or where they didn't, yeah, let's say, embrace the fact that you need to pull data from single sources of truth yeah we saw that they were struggling a lot they were solving tickets or solving problems all day because their sales departments were you know throwing emails or issues to them saying yeah why is this price not correct on the site or why is this order not coming through or why is this customer angry because the price is different in the store as, as online or why is this order giving mm -hmm. errors and so on and so on and so on so it is definitely a um yeah, for you as an IT leader, it can help you also. And then you can spend time in even further improving the B2B e-commerce channel, right? So, yeah, and we even have samples. Um, for example, I know a story from the IT leader of Hawk Industries that is he's actually, because of this, he could be really like a one-man band. He could do a lot of other tasks in the company and still running a very large B2B e-commerce environment as well, right? From a technical perspective. So, yeah, I think that's important to understand. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You talked about the importance of being connected to the RP and the RP being the, the single source of uh, truth. So how does this integration with the RP help your web store stay up to date 24-7? Yeah, because at least on how we are doing this, so we, every change is continuously being, it's not, yeah, it's not even being synced, it's just happening, I would say. And it's happening when the data actually changed in the system of records, for example. So if something is ordered from another channel, the stock is automatically adjusted on the e-commerce front end, right? So there is no need to have these batch updates or a lot of other systems. Yeah, we can spend another episode about it on how different technology types there are to integrate. But yeah, you can send over files. 
in different formats. You can make web service calls. You can make API calls. You can do that in batch. You can stream it or you can, you know, with the change, you can do it. We do the last one is that actually, yeah, we ask the ERP continuously what's, you know, what's the latest status or we have solved that problem, let's say technically. So in that sense, it's always up to date because there is no need to make things up to date, right? So especially in stock and pricing, in that sense, it helps you because it just automatically, you do not have to do anything for it, right? Where other systems, we call mainstream e-commerce, yeah, you have these tasks around pricing and stock and transaction that are continuously running to move orders, for example, or transactions from one system to another, or to move pricing updates from one system to another system. And yeah, as we learned from the talks with the IT, these things break because yeah, that's just part of the of the solution, I would say. And these things break and that um, that we have seen in the past as well. And that's why we thought it should be different. And that's why we started a lot of investments in this area. So yeah, a long story short, it's always up to date because we're just pulling it from the right systems. And if you embrace that, you know, way of thinking, I think that is already a start. That's good. Well, let's go through uh, the next questions I had. Well, of course, talking about customer experience, you shouldn't only look at your e-commerce channel. You should look at all your channel and you want to uh, provide a unified shopping experience. You don't want your customer to have different experiences based on the different channels. What are technical challenges that IT leaders might face when trying to provide customers a unified yeah. shopping experience? Yeah, I think I gave away a little bit already the surprises, but to repeat it a little bit in my, um, is that the main thing here is, is that if your systems are not designed, let's say, so to use these single sources of truth in real time, then most of the time, because B2B e-commerce is often complex and is often, over, let's say, large scale in terms of data, it's a technical challenge. And I think every IT leader knows to move, for example, data from one system to another. To make it simple, if you have, for example, pricing, which you are storing in your ERP, but you also want to have that on your e-commerce solution and maybe in another place, maybe a point of sale, like a, a system mm -hmm. for your stores as well, you want to synchronize these things. For B2B, that can be a, a huge challenge because it's about the amounts. Imagine if you have, let's say, 5,000 customers and 50,000 different products. They all have different prices because they have been agreed on. Yeah, you end up in 250 million, you know, different pricing records. And if they're changing now, especially nowadays, you know, with uh, resource shortages or energy pricing going up or down, everything is in, let's say, constant change, right? Like always, then you're talking about 250 million records that are continuously multiple times per week or some constantly per day are moving around, right? That is not easy, right? That is even in 2022, it seems to be not easy. So, and that's why you need to take another approach. And that's why you cannot ship that data around all the time that you need to solve these problems in a different way. So yeah, that's, I think the, the main ingredient of these technical challenges is that, yeah, it gets pretty big pretty quickly. And yeah, moving big things, like also in, when you're moving, in your house, you know, the small parts, if you're moving houses, the small yeah. parts are easy, right? But the big parts, you need your friends or th so to help. So it's maybe a little bit here as well. So if it's big or a lot, it takes a long time. And if you need to do that multiple times a day, you get crazy, mm -hmm. right? Yes, I uh, can recognize that having moved a lot. <laughs> well, we talked about how to deliver great customer experience. Mm -hmm. But what if 
you don't have a great customer experience. So what are the hidden costs of having a poor customer experience due to maybe the technical limitation on your of your B2B e-commerce platform? Yeah. yeah, that's often forgotten, of course. It's always like they always look for the opportunity, right, to sell more or to remove frictions and so on, which is which is of course important as well. And that's also what we focus on, right? Also in the in the value realization program or as we just discussed. But what is often forgotten is that there is a lot of stuff under the iceberg, right? So there's a lot of things that you cannot see and but that companies are experiencing. So to give a couple of samples there is that imagine if you have yeah wrong pricing on your store or wrong product information or wrong stock information customers start calling, right? And that can even be worse if, for example, there is really a problem because something is is broken down or something. So you get spikes and stuff like that in the amount of calls and customer service centers are being overloaded. But also it is in hidden cost in that sense that these people can do much more valuable work. And if you do not need to continue to do this repetitive work in, oh yeah, yeah, the price of this item is actually this one. Sorry for the inconvenience. Not a call. Yeah, sorry product was actually in stock but we forgot to update okay yeah and so on and so on so that's one so that's i think people that you can reduce the other one is missed opportunities in for example in reordering because yeah if you have an overview in let's say what customers has ordered before not only from online but also from offline and they can search it and they can view it and so on then chance is also there that they can reorder from there and and come back and so on, right? So that is another one which is important. And then you obviously have all the hidden costs in the IT maintenance in solving all of those issues and bugs. I see so many IT leaders, you know, we also did investigation, right? With the uh, lately with interviewing more than a thousand, not even customers from Sana, but thousand IT leaders all around the world. And they share yeah, pretty significant results that they say, yeah, we are spending quite a lot of time in solving tickets that are related to order errors, for example. Yeah, that's not only the sales department then. First of all, the customer is frustrated. The sales department is busy with it, but IT as well, right? So can you imagine if you, you know, can just make sure that all those people can do much more value work than just fixing things that are continuously going wrong? And so that's, yeah, I think a couple of samples that you can look into and also maybe a tip for IT leaders is that, hey, take a pause, even if you are busy and try to step out of the, you know, of the rush of the day and just look on, okay, but what tickets do I actually getting? Do I, why am I actually every, you know, week getting so many issues around orders going wrong or something, right? So that is also, I can, I'm there as well, right? Or have been there as well, that sometimes you can lose sight in that you say you get so many issues thrown at you. But that is most of the time, the moment to, Make one step back, look at it from a more like a helicopter view and and see what's going on, right? Let me see a bit uh, if in the crowd we have some questions. Uh, so as I mentioned, uh, you can, uh, of course, post your question in the chat, whether you are on Zoom or on LinkedIn. If you are on Zoom, I can also allow you to speak. So don't hesitate to raise your hand if you have some questions. While we wait for that, I have another one for you. So mm-hmm. I was... Um, talking to, to some uh, customers, and I also had an exchange on LinkedIn about that topic, about what are uh, important KPIs for B2B e-commerce and especially related to customer experience. And of course, we always think about our e-commerce website as we want our customers to order but on the website. But 
our website can also help us get our customers to order outside of the website mm-hmm. by providing the right information. And one KPI that a lot of people express interest in is uh, what we call ROCO, mm-hmm. so Research Online Purchase Offline. So can you tell us more about this KPI? How can it help also prove the value maybe of the e-commerce platform? How can it help IT leaders yeah. uh, show the value? No, obviously, yeah, first of all, you need to be able to measure it because mm-hmm. I always think that it's important, right? That you can actually see if this is happening. Now, once again, with Sana, with, with having this, you know, way of how we are doing our business and also with Sana Commerce Insights, we can see what's going on if somebody looks something online and later on purchase it offline, for example. So you have actually that data because we bring these worlds together. But I think taking a customer story is, I think, always the best example, but There is still quite a lot of offline purchasing, in my opinion, right? And that's a good thing. Also in B2B, you have so many companies and the customer story that I want to share is, is I think, from Yauka and also from AXO, where they have these different paint shops where, uh, you know, painters can buy their paint, you know, before going to a a mission or or a job, let's say, so paint a new house or a building, governmental building, whatsoever. So what happened a lot in, in what, they, what they were sharing is that, yeah, sometimes in the evening they were, uh, maybe on Sunday evening because start of the week, they were checking online and say, hey, what's in store where? What do I need? Which items do I need for this? Yeah, is it outside painting or inside or is it something special? And on Monday morning they went there because they know it was on stock. They purchased the good. And also during that, they had a nice social talk with, uh, with the store owner, right? That's all part of this experience, I would mm-hmm. say. And that's a cool thing, yeah. Why, why you should as a B2B e-commerce vendor also say no, offline should be not there, right? It's online. That's the main thing. I think, hey, no, it should be, yeah, it should be a combination. It's all about the customers and, and how they experience it and how we can amplify or improve that. So, so that's a customer sample where it's actually happening. And, and then you can look at these KPIs and see if, if you see it growing actually or is, you see it happening. And how it fluctuates over time. And also, yeah, during interesting times when stores are not closed or when there's something going on, yeah, you can, you can react on it, right, on that data. So I think that's a nice story that was uh, related to Ropo. Actually, I'm not sure what's the term on the other way around because you also, of course, have things, let's say, that they purchase something. Research, research offline and purchase online then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is also happening, right? So that they are in a store, they get inspired, and then later on, two days later, they purchase something and then it's so important, like I start in the beginning of this session, that pricing and all the stuff is correct, right? Because nothing is so frustrated and that you have differences there. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, we have one person who's, uh, who would like to speak. So Russell, we're going to try again. I'm going to allow you to talk and then you can ask your question to Arno. Well, first of all, thank you for having this sessions. It's been beneficial, very informative, so I really appreciate this. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I could, uh, but um, I I like what I'm hearing. I like all the feedback that you guys are providing. It's very helpful for the users like me. The chat for this particular session has been disabled, unfortunately, so I couldn't put something in the chat, but you started talking about some reporting capabilities, if I may, of SANA the transactional components, how many orders and, and all that. And, and it's good that has that capability. I'm wondering though, based on that, 
is there other reporting capability or statistical analysis that SANA can do, such as, you know, if if you want to run a report and find out how many users are logging into SANA, who they are, where are they from, what catalog in SANA are they viewing, the length of time that they're viewing, et cetera, et cetera. So that's my question. No, yeah, thanks. I think it's a great question. And was actually nice bridge actually also to the next one, but um, let's first answer your yours. I think uh, yeah, the answer is uh, is yes. You can all all do that. Actually, it's also part. Emily described already we had the value realization program which we are running with our custom success managers, but they are really being guided with the reporting we are having in our tool, which is called Sana Commerce Insights, and it's not only about indeed about online or offline purchasing, but we can really laser focus and dive into let's say customer groups or customers and um, yeah actually during different stages of the let's say the maturity of the customers we are managing so let's say hey, if you're starting business with b2b e-commerce we are really focusing for example on kpis or things like hey are people actually creating accounts or log- are they logging in for example and which are and which are not so that's step number one but later on, we are looking, okay, which one that are logging in, what, you know, what categories are they browsing, why are they ordering and why not, and so on and so on and so on. And it's not only us, but also analysts that, that we have really, I think, an, uh, a really cool part here because we are combining click or behavior or web analytics, like from Google Analytics, but also from our own tooling or that we are using with, um, with PWIC Pro, which is like a Google Analytics on steroids, I would say. Plus the power of what's in Dynamics or in SAP, both online and offline data, and our own data from Sana, which we are gathering. So we call, all call, uh, go to uh, yeah, put it in the mixture. I think that gives great insights, and we have yeah, customers really benefiting from that. Also, for example, if product information is lacking on certain areas, or is not good, or is not converting, or is actually wrong. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think we are um, yeah. pretty happy that we invested a couple of years back and started this. And yeah, now we are uh, really helpful or really happy that we can help our customers with this. And yeah, that's the long answer. So, and we have also some documentation about it if you want to know or. I put it in the chat. Okay. So I put Already the link did. in the chat. Good. Okay. I clicked on it. I'm actually looking it in the browser. So thank you for this information. Super. Cool. Yeah. No, great question. So, yeah. Sana, yeah. Next year kind of information that we're looking for. And that's why I've been as much as possible listening to all these Zoom calls that you have. So much appreciated. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. That's why we're doing this. So maybe to make a step on top of that, of what, what actually also related to the question of Russell is that this can actually identify also churn risk because mm-hmm. with this data, you can actually see yeah, which customers are not so active lately. And that is most of the time an indicator that you need to call them or at least reach out and see, hey, what's going on here, right? Because, yeah, that can be an indicator. And especially in B2B, with most of our customers, it's not that big group of customers actually that is, you know, purchasing online. Most of the time, it's a couple of hundreds. In some cases, a couple of thousands. Yeah, it's not like millions or so. So it's, the relationship is, is very, very key in there. So, and if you lose especially a big customer that used to order a lot and now isn't for some reason or is not even logging in yeah that's the moment to call right or to reach out even if you see it already declining then we can have indicators that there's different behavior yeah if i can give a tip here because that's what we use in in customer success actually uh, at sana 
we have a, a health score for our customers. So yeah. we identify key metrics. So in this case, you could identify key metrics like how often do they purchase, if there's mm -hmm. a drop in their purchase, etc., and then give us color. Yeah. Is it going well? It's green, not so well yellow and very bad red. And, and you can use that with your sales manager to see what actions you should take to uh, improve uh, yeah. um, the experience of these customers and, and prevent the churn. Awesome. Right. Let me see if we have more questions. And otherwise, I think we covered most of it for today, right? Yeah. About custom experience. If you have any questions, reach out on LinkedIn. You can send me a direct message. I will answer it. No problem at all. And uh, you can ask me anything. So, and, or I will make sure that it will end up at the uh, correct people in the organization. But um, also, if you want to share your thoughts about B2B e-commerce and how integration can help or B2B e-commerce in general, yeah, I'm always happy to hear these stories out. And if you have also ideas or topics that you want to talk about or exchange information with about, yeah, feel free to, to share that with me as well. Or Emily, of course. Yeah. And we are more than happy to, um, to do this. So, yeah, this was a great start after the um, holidays, I would yeah. say. So thanks for, um, for being there. And yeah, see you on the 6th of, 6th of October. 6th yes. of October. 6th of October. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I'll be putting in the chat two stories from customers who actually did a great job at improving their customer experience mm -hmm. uh, for some inspiration for you. So, yeah. Have a nice day, evening, afternoon, wherever your night. Yeah. And uh, see you next time. Thank you.